Hey guys, welcome to Adulting Newbie. I'm Audrey, the host of this podcast, and thanks for listening. Please tune in and, you know, I'll have some wise words to say. Or we can relate on things in our 20s. I think this can apply to really any phase of life or any year, whatever age you are. But, uh, I mean, of course I'll probably say this in my 30s, but I feel like 20s are really hard because you're coming into your own and then you think you have it figured out and then you don't. And then you think, oh, if I do this and I do that, like college you finish you think everything will be figured out once you finish college you'll get a job that you want that's applied from your degree and everything will be figured out and it's hunky-dory but it seems like uh every other day things change and (laughs) post-college as well I feel like the pressure is different it's a different type of (laughs) excuse me it's a different type of pressure and I don't know I'm just here to talk about it today I'm sorry I missed the last two weeks. I had a bit of a podcast block. That's happened to me before, but sometimes I overthink if the podcast is good. Who cares? But you know what? It's for myself. So I hope others enjoy, but it's very therapeutic as well. What I want to talk about today is the feeling of what's next, what's next, what's next. You know, I went to college and then I get my degree. Then what's after that? I get this job. Then what's supposed to be my next job? I'm in this relationship. Then what's the next step in my relationship? Once we do that in our relationship, does that mean we need a house? Is this apartment too small? Do we need to do this next? Oh, I have a dog. Does that mean I get another dog next? And it's just kind of losing myself in the life that I have now and always looking forward to something different or I'll think about all the time what if we move what if we live somewhere else that would be so cool that'd be so fun you know I've lived in the same state my whole life what about if I lived in a different state how am I in North America or the United States and have not lived in another state there's so many that I could try so many different terrains and I'm just at the same state what the heck am I doing and you can kind of tell that I kind of cycle and circle and this can really go any direction it can go with you buy a new plant and you think oh I need another plant oh this plant's not big enough this plant's not colorful enough (laughs) it can go with decor in your apartment and it's just the feeling of wanting something else having the next 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 and this quote I found was from a marine biologist, I don't think she came up with a quote, but I forget her name and I feel really bad, but it was, I was reading about her story where she went to school, because right now, if you don't know, I work with marine mollusks, which is bivalves, snails, shells, octopuses, squid, and... So I was looking up a marine biologist because I had my undergraduate. Everyone says you have to get a grad degree and just seeing what she's done in her story. And one of the quotes she talked about or the quote she said was grow where you are planted. And another version of that is blossom where you are planted. She was basically saying make the best of where you're at now. And she was saying how there are different labs she was at in the area. And instead of thinking about where she was going to work next, or if there wasn't something there, an animal or whatever it may be that her current location didn't provide, she was saying you have to make the best of where you're at. You have to grow where you're at and use all the resources you currently have instead of losing sight of where you're at and wanting to find something different to just grow and blossom where you are. Because sometimes 
and actually all the time I feel like we can't control what's next in our lives and we're trying to curate and make whatever our future is but if you can be more mindful and live in the moment then you can grow where you are and instead of focusing so much on your future self and putting so much energy into that you need to use the resources that you already have and I thought this just was such a beautiful quote because it made me realize that I've been so focused on time that doesn't even exist yet instead of living in the moment that I'm missing out on things that I already have. I know I've gone back and forth about my current position or my current job that I have and what do I want to do next? What's my next job? Am I passionate about this? Ever since I've given up on worrying about what's next and if what I'm doing is good enough or do I love it enough, I've realized to appreciate what I have and to live in the now. And it's really made me less anxious and it's made me feel so, so much better. And I know it's not as easy to do as said, but somehow I just switched off in my brain thinking about the future and worrying so much about what's next. And it's seriously been the best thing I've ever done for myself because I've lifted off so much anxiety and can appreciate everything that I have now, my relationship, my dog, my job, my car, my apartment, and so many people in my life, my friends, because one day I won't be at this job, most likely. One day I won't be in this apartment. And when I leave this apartment, I'm going to think, oh, this was our first apartment together and reminiscing on that. And instead of waiting for the future of the things I want to do, and instead of one day looking back on the past and appreciating it then, there's so much more power and happiness and appreciating where you're at now. And it's so simple, but it's so hard to do because we're always stuck in our own minds. We're too intelligent for ourselves, I guess, to be too self-aware. And to just, there's another thing I heard someone say is I'm constantly worried if somebody's mad at me or if they have a certain tone or I have an intuition, I feel like, of knowing how people are feeling. And they said, don't think someone's mad at you until they tell you. How are you supposed to know? And that is another thing of helping you live in the moment and not being so worried about, ooh, they seem kind of sad today. Did I do something? And honestly, it being just kind of selfish because you're constantly just thinking about yourself (laughs) and thinking about if people are mad at you, if people are sad, is it your fault? And if you really think about it, that's kind of a selfish mindset because (laughs) you're being um, a little bit self-involved to not think that they have more of a complicated life than just them thinking about you (laughs) and stuff that you do. There's probably a lot more going on. And a lot of these things have just given me uh, a lot of more, a lot more freedom in my life to not feel so restrained by the past and the future. I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but if you can just figure out how to really shut off that part of your brain where you're so worried and focused about the future, and I feel like I need to take a little break from TikTok and Instagram and stuff because somehow I've curated my content to be like how to make money off of Pinterest, how to make money off of Instagram, how to make money doing this. This is how you should have your side hustle. This is how you should get rid of your nine to five job. It's just 
a little bit too much. It's making me worry too much about where I am and what I should be doing and how I could be more productive, even if, you know, working smarter, not harder type deal. And I just need to enjoy where I'm at and use the resources that I currently have to help myself grow and evolve. I have a laptop, I have a microphone, I have, you know, I don't need a nicer microphone. I can get one and eventually will, but that doesn't mean I can't record podcasts now because my microphone isn't good enough. I need to grow with the resources that I have and make the most of what I do have and not worry about the future of buying things and I can't do this until I get this. And I just want to make it happen and I want to just, you know, if I want to make Pinterest posts, I want to make it because I want to, not to make it for money. And I never really was into the money for that (laughs) because it's Pinterest, but it's so fun to create graphics and quotes and it's so cute. I love it. And that's what I need to focus on and hopefully what you can focus on too is just growing where you're at, growing with the resources you have, and letting yourself blossom without, you know, after college, I'll be able to grow. After getting married, I'll be able to grow. After kids, I'll grow and blossom into who I'm really supposed to be and my purpose. And just really focus on now. Enjoy walking your dog. You get to walk your dog. You don't have to walk your dog. And I'm talking to myself about that one. And I've really kind of gotten my brain to appreciate and enjoy these walks with my Mara Jade (laughs) because she's not always going to be around, unfortunately. And to just enjoy these moments and just take it in. I I hope I don't sound crazy, but if you can turn off that part of your brain, it feels so good. It feels so life-changing. But I will say that I have fallen into a pit the past couple days for the first time in a while of what am I doing next? What job should I do? And you know what happened today is something fell upon my lap of a resource that I didn't even know would happen. So if you don't know, I work with specimens with a natural sciences museum near where I live. And specimens are stored animals and ethanol to preserve their genetics, and they may have already been dead or collected live. It can be used for figuring out the anatomy of the animal. It can be used... So where an animal is found, a specimen, we write down where it's found. So we can track such as with climate change, you can see how populations of an animal are growing or shrinking or if they're distributing a different area. So that, that's kind of what I'm up to at work. And what's so cool is my degree of what I got in college actually applies to this job. And I started this job my senior year of college and I've been there for about a year and a half now. And I feel like the past few months, I've been the happiest I've been in this, this position since I started because Towards the middle, I got in a rut of, what's next? What am I doing next? Instead of using my resources and figuring out, what, how can I make this position the best I can make it? Is it possible for me to do some remote work at home? Is it possible to go out for lunch? Um, what can I do for vacation? How often should I vacation? When do I need to go outside and take a break and walk? What time should I get to work and what time should I leave? So now I have a little bit more flexibility with my job and being able to leave and come when I want. And that's nice because I can pick the best hours that work for me. And I've realized I should probably get there earlier. I get there a little bit too late, then I'm there later. And it kind of puts me in a bad mood. So that's a thing that I can use, a resource I can use to help myself grow and be more productive.
But the opportunity that fell into my lap today of just existing in life, appreciating my job, not having a bad attitude, and just being in the lab is a lady came in and she brought muscles in. Muscles. So bivalve shells. That's what they are. And she brought them in from someone collected them at their dock and they were worried they were zebra mussels, which are an invasive mussel and they can mess up pipes. They can grow all along your dock and mess it up. They have a lot of implications and invasive species are just not good in general. They can wipe out native species like boom. And they were wondering if that's what they were. A lady came in. And spoiler alert, they ended up being dark false mussels is what my boss said, and they weren't zebra mussels, so that's good. And I got to ask her, I said, "Uh, what's your position? What do you do? And she said that she used to be a river keeper. That sounds epic, doesn't it? She used to be a river keeper, and now she does something about, it's a bigger position. It sounded more like management of collections, uh, of collecting water samples and managing more experiments or something. I couldn't follow her perfectly, but one of the coolest things about her is I got to ask if she had gone to grad school. And nine times out of ten, the answer is yes, because it's really pushed now to get your master's or doctorate to be able to continue in the conservation wildlife field. Well, and and let alone that one, but probably all of them now. They're trying to force you to continue school. Sorry, that was my dog. <laughs> she, she's sicken and... Anyways, um, she told me that she didn't go to grad school and she tried to go to Clemson University in South Carolina, but they did not accept her. The lab accepted her, but the college did not accept her. And she said that she worked in the lab. She's worked there, I think, for five years. And now she's been able to work her way up. And now she's become now more of a manager instead of a river keeper which is so cool and promising for me because I, quote, only have my bachelor's and I don't have a master's or a doctorate. And they act like for you to be able to continue at all in this field that you have to keep doing school. And so that's been a big cycle in my mind of what am I going to do next? Am I going to go to school? How am I going to move, you know, my people with me? He has a job here. I can't just uproot him from his job. He just found one that he likes. And it's just so amazing to hear someone say that they have, quote, just their bachelor's and they've had a successful wildlife conservation um, career. It's so admirable. And especially as a woman, I'm sure she gets questioned all the time. And she did it, and it's so awesome. Anyways, what I'm saying is this opportunity fell into my lap by just growing where I'm at. And I got her email. I got to ask her questions and pick her brain or whatnot. I got to see what company she works for. And I'm really interested in working there if ever possible or even volunteering, shadowing her. And I just am so happy that I met her. And it's really lifted my spirits of... You know, I can get a master's and doctorate if I want, but I don't have to. And to it made me realize again that, realizing things that I really do need to appreciate where I'm at now and things will come when they'll come and kind of just let, <laughs> I'm not crazy guys, but kind of just let the universe do its thing. And it's really, really difficult to just sit back and live your life and make these choices and not have an exact endpoint of where you're going to end up. 
but it's the squiggle path career. I made an old podcast episode about that, and I have no idea the quality of that. I might have to redo it one day. <laughs> but what I was saying in that, <laughs> what I was saying in that podcast is that you know we all want um not all of us, but it's easier to just have a direct path. Let's say in high school, you realize I want to be um. A doctor and then you have the perfect undergraduate degree so you know that you can go to school to become a doctor I don't even know the exact course of that but obviously you have to get a doctorate and so you have a pin straight path and let's say you get into every school you wanted to and it's just super easy and then you work that job forever and that would be a super straight career path and some people do that and some people enjoy that and some people really force that to be the career path and life path that they have. They have to have have everything edged in stone and they don't want anything different to happen. But if you can let yourself have a quote squi- <laughs> why did I say quote? If you can let yourself have a squiggle career where you make these different choices of things you enjoy and then or you think you enjoy at least and then you can figure out, oh, I really didn't like that job, but I did learn about this, and oh, I did like that job, and I did like that job. I didn't like this about that job, but I did like this, and then you can combine all those things and figure out what you would truly enjoy, and also, you've gained so many skills from these different positions. You could be a fast food worker, and then you can work at the mall, and then you could work for a bank, and then you could work for a music school, and then you could land at the park down the street, and then you end up back in the music, back at the music school because you realized how much you enjoyed that. But you pick up so many skills in between all those jobs, and you figure out what you liked and what you didn't like between all those different jobs. And I might not be explaining this well, and hopefully I explained it better in the Squiggle Path Career episode. So give that a listen. It really gave me some peace about not having a straightforward career path and not knowing exactly what I want to do with my career life. And that all ties into growing where you are at. Growing at your retail position. Growing at working at the park. Growing at the music school. Enjoying where you are and growing there. Using as many resources as you can while you're there and getting to know the people, and you might land something else while you're there from someone you didn't even know you would ever meet. And it's just so many things in life you can't control, and you kind of just have to let things happen, and they'll happen how they will. It's just like how people say you don't know, you meet your partner when you least expect it, your romantic partner, your husband, your wife, however you want to say it, you meet them when you least expect it. And I feel like that happen- that applies to a lot of things in life where things happen when you least expect it. I think it's when you are living and growing and enjoying your current life that all of a sudden you can look back and realize, oh my god, I, I did that and then it led to this and then it led to that. And then I met this person who gave me this recommendation that led me to here. And that's the biggest thing I think I've realized post-grad so far is that you have to just live your life and let it happen. There's not much you can control and it's really hard to accept that. <laughs> That's, I mean, in a dream world, we would be able to control our lives and I think it would reduce a lot of anxiety because it's really hard to accept that you cannot control what's going to happen most of the time and you can get your undergraduate degree 
and hope to get a job in your field, but maybe you won't, and maybe you really enjoy that job, or maybe you don't get the job you want the first time, but you get it the third time you apply, and there's so many aspects and, I don't know, pulleys happening and robots. I don't know what I'm saying at this point anymore of, you just cannot control life. It's not a mathematical equation. It is abstract. It is out of control. It is heinous. It is perfect. It is terrible. It is love. It is hate. (laughs) The world is our oyster, but it's also a clam. (laughs) Some doors close so other doors can open. You think one door got shut on you and there's a reason why that door got shut and I'm you know, I'm, I really believe that because it leads you to somewhere else. Does that mean it doesn't completely stink? No, it probably does suck and it probably does stink when you break up with someone or you lose your job or you have to move and you don't want to or you want to move and you can't because you're tied down at a certain spot. And life just happens sometimes and you can't control it. And It's just realizing that where you're at now can be a really beautiful thing and there are more resources than you realize. You might think, I'm at this retail position, I feel super stuck, it's, you know, it feels like I'm living the same day over and over again. Get to know your customers, get to know where they work, get to know their life story. Maybe you'll enjoy something that they do work-wise and you can ask if you could shadow them or how do you get into a field like that? What do I have to do? And there's always a resource to be used. And, of course, I come from a more privileged background and some things I cannot even fathom how hard they are. But I can say that I do believe in you and that you can do it. And that I really believe that if you put in some tenacity and hard work that you're going to make it far and probably further than me in life. And... It's going to be awesome. It might take some time. It might be terrible at moments and sad and you might be mad and and those are all very valid feelings and I understand and I've had super low points of things you can't control in your mind and but every low brings back a high. Whenever there's a high, there's going to be another low in life and you just have to be ready for the roller coaster and Hang on for the ride, y'all. And that's what I've learned so far post-grad is that you got to just live your life <laughs> and things will happen as they will. Uh, yeah, that's great. I was honestly on a roll and then uh, this is the second time I have to mention my dog in the podcast episode. But seriously, every time I record, she is crying in the background. She's jumping. She's doing flips. She's jingling her collar And, you know, it makes me lose my train of thought. It makes me lose my excitement because I have to keep getting up. But she's not going to ruin this for me. (laughs) She, I refuse. (laughs) And she's happy now. She's eating treats out of her little fake chip bag. Things like that will happen in life where you can't control your dog and you have to keep powering through and getting things done. But going back to not having many resources, I hope you can get a pen and paper and write down, you know, I have my mom to help me get these resources or help me find out about this. I have my computer. I have the library I can go to. I have the store down the street I can visit. I have my friend and my friend's mom and 
there's just more people sometimes you realize that you can go to for help and questions and don't be afraid to ask people their stories of their lives and whatever it is you're curious about their careers you know relationships sometimes you have to tread lightly but if there's a specific thing you wonder about about you know how do you deal with fights how do you do this and people can answer your questions for you and sometimes that can make the unexpected of life a little bit easier and give you a little bit of a leg up. It's just interesting. I I don't know. It's just what I've been thinking about and grow where you are planted is a huge thing that I'm going to get that tattooed across my forehead because I believe in it so much and just appreciating the now, appreciating what you have and realizing how far you've come can be a powerful thing for you because sometimes we forget how much we've done and progressed even if it's a small feat in the day. Just try and give yourself some credit and also resting sometimes is the most productive thing you can do. Sometimes you need to be able to lay around for a day so the next day you can get two times the amount of things done and be able to have the mental capacity to deal with annoying people or something. I don't know. <laughs> be able to get what you want done in the day. You know, right now I need to get laundry done. I need to do dishes. But I have in the past couple days because I've been tired. And that's okay. And one of these days I'll be charged up enough to be able to do it all. <laughs> and just working on our mindset. And letting ourselves be us. And just seeing where life goes is really what I got to say. I hope this was helpful and concise. Ew, I hope I can edit out the S's in this because it's a little bit too much for me right now. But I hope it was concise and that it was helpful and, you know, you got something from this. I feel like you probably did. If anything, you got a motivational speech to help you feel good about yourself and your life. (laughs) But that was my pep talk for myself for the day and for y'all because... Sometimes you need to hear that some things are just uncontrollable. So many things you can't control, but some things you can, like growing where you're at. I feel like I'm walking, or (laughs) I'm talking in loops now, and just use the resources you currently have, and hopefully don't worry too much about the future, and... You know, sometimes I'm like, if you don't worry about the future at all, then how the heck are you going to get anywhere in life? But you'll be surprised. I have some examples of other people of just trying out different jobs and they landed in some really cool spots. We just can't be afraid to make mistakes, to find closed doors, and I don't know. I'm going to say it again. You know what I'm going to say? You know it. (laughs) Grow where you are planted. Use the resources you have. Live in the moment, you know, as best as you can. And I guess, um, I don't know. I'm trying to forget about the future in a way. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) And I hope you guys have a good week. This will be out on Monday. And thank you for being patient with me with having another episode out. If you have a friend, a family member, somebody who needs to hear this episode or you think it would be helpful or you enjoyed it, please share it. You know, give it a five stars if that's what you think. You know, hopefully that's what you think. Then give that on Spotify. I guess you can do that on Apple and Google Play as well. Give a rating and follow my Instagram. It's the same name as the podcast. And thank you. Thank you very much. This was amazing. And as I sign off the same every single time, I'm going to say, I love you. Good night.